Yo, 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 we are back. I believe episode 46 or 47 are not the same podcast. Bible study hosted yeah, by this one word. See, Mike, and that one one word over there, Mr. Rob Redeem. Yeah. And uh, this is our third edition of the Bible study on Bible study on healing is the children's bread. And uh, yeah, we're going to go in. But before we do all that, brother, how you doing? Man, I'm making it. You know what I'm saying? I said we, we prayed on this. Look, we a community. You know, we like yes, to do community things. Pray yes, for your boy because um, yeah. this weather in St. Louis has been acting up. I'm not I, just pray for your boy that I make it through this mug with this reading. It's because the reader going to have a lot to read tonight. <laughs> oh, you're going you gonna to make it through. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, either one of us could jump in, man. But hey, if you are watching us right now, either on Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, do us a favor, do us a solid, do what you see on the screen right now to alert and let everyone know. Hit that like button and as well hit that subscribe button while you liking and while you subscribing, go ahead and hit that notification bell so you will know as well as others when we are live exclusively on YouTube on Thursdays and Facebook and Twitter and everywhere else on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and whenever else we live, man. We trying to figure it out. But yeah, we be live a lot. <laughs> Just keep your yeah, notifications we, on because we may pop in at any moment. Any yeah, moment. Yeah. Thank you, D. Yeah, D says thank, episode forty six. Miss Miss Kern Kern. Hello. Um, we also want to give yes. um, a shout out before we get started to our rebroadcast. It's Parable Radio, um, yeah. um, um, 520 Collective, I'm sorry, His Hop Radio, His Hop um, Podcast, as well as Praise 365, yep. um, The Takeover. All of these folks don't necessarily rebroadcast the Bible study, but they do rebroadcast not the same podcast. Yeah. And we always want to give them their shout outs for supporting what it is that you know we do. Absolutely. All right, man, without further ado, now normally we would wait for people to come in, but I'm telling you, you have to catch the repeat. We got a lot to get to tonight, a lot to get to. So we first started this uh, Bible study on healing, and at the time I was sick, but God gave me a Bible study on healing. At this time, Rob is dealing with a little sickness, and God is still giving us the Bible study on healing because healing is ever-present, ever-moving, ever. He is always a healer. He always is the healer. Not a, yeah, always the healer, not just a healer. My wife corrected me on that, but yes, he is the healer today, yesterday, and forever. Go ahead, brother. Like, yeah, you yeah. No, no, no. I didn't have nothing. I was like, um, sis is right, the healer, not yes, a the healer, and she got it right. And you know, <laughs> you know, my, my sis and my, my my sis, my wife and my bro are very very kindred spirits. I just say that. <laughs> All right, first thing, healing is children's bread. I got this, brother. Uh, the Webster's yeah. definition, the act. Or process of curing or restoring to health. And number two, the process of getting well. That's the Webster's definition. And the biblical definition is the word healing or healing means to make solid or whole. In the Bible, it means the restoration of health, the making whole or well, whether physically, mentally, or spiritually. In the Old Testament, the Lord God, Yahweh, for all you deep folks, that is yeah. his name. That's the Hebrew name of him. Uh, alone was the source of all healing, and he still is alone the source of all healing. In every aspect of his life, uh, man is dependent on the Lord God alone. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We went through a lot of scriptures. I'm just going to go through the titles and not go through all the scriptures again because we got a lot of scriptures to get to tonight. We uh, first yeah. went through what the children's bread mean as uh, derived from Matthew 15 to 26. This scripture illustrates how healing is attended for people within the covenant slash faith, but it's still available for ones outside of the covenant through faith. Faith is a very powerful thing and you will hear a lot about that tonight and faith is uh help the i forgot the woman the syrophoenician lady who was outside of the covenant she wasn't even a jew she wasn't even an israelite but because of her faith god said hey jesus said yo he she said i can't we can't even the uh dogs get the the crumbs from yeah, the children the, yeah, yeah crumbs for the master's table and jesus looked at her and said i ain't see this much faith in all of jerusalem and she got here too and she was outside of the uh in crowd aka the covenant and yeah. she got it too. All right, next we uh we went to we talked about healing in the Old Testament and went through Genesis, Exodus, Psalms, uh all through Psalms, Proverbs, and then to Hebrews as an example of everything. Then we went to heal God is the only source of healing. Like I said earlier, He is literally the only source of healing, but it comes comes 
in different ways. Meaning, the two ways it comes in is this. It comes through a sovereign move, which means he chose. And uh, we always get this up on my brother Rob. He had cancer. He don't have it no more. God chose to heal him at that time. He was a believer, but... He was going through some things, yeah. <laughs> you know, admittedly so. But God still chose in his good pleasure to heal my brother at that time. But then there's been other times like the one with the issue of blood who was healed by faith. Jesus didn't even know who touched him. But she said if I, she knew in her heart, she conjured, not conjured up, not not the right word. She uh, the word. constructed in her heart that, yo, if I just touched him in his garment, I will be healed. Then we saw that repeated again later by some other people <laughs> that said the same thing. And both of them took a healing from God, from Jesus. All right, next, uh, the other way of healing, how it comes, is by your faith. That is a, a very common way, is by you believing, reaching out to God. God Sovereign is more like God reaching out to you. Heal, by your faith is by you reaching out to God, and both ways you can be healed. Uh, next, you have to know your authority. Uh, the, thing with, the thing with knowing your authority is this. For you to be healed by faith, you got to know the authority you have and what you have authority over. You have authority over sickness by Jesus stripes you were healed yeah. right so yeah. you have authority over these things coming in your body and a lot of times we accept whatever happens because it's just common you know what I'm saying it's time for a cold so I just accept this cold now you may still have a cold but what your mouth say <laughs> what your right, mouth say right. need to be saying what the words say about that cold and that's what we'll be getting into tonight as we continue this is what are you saying what are yeah. you saying? This is very valuable in the process of being healed or if you are healed or you notice things like we think about, uh, we read about in the other Bible studies about the centurion. And he said, no, 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 no. I'm a man on authority just like you, Jesus. All you got to do is say the word. And Jesus marveled at this man's faith, recognizing what he said was so powerful that you ain't need to come in my, under my roof. You ain't got to do nothing. Just speak it. And my servant will be healed. And by that very same hour, his servant was healed because the power of his word. Now, that is Jesus talking. The awesome thing is that the same power that Jesus had was speaking the word he gave to the disciples. Then he gave to the 70 and then he gave to us. We have that same power. And this is what we need to do. We got to remember, what are you saying? First uh, scripture we'll be going to is Luke 6 and 45. Luke 6 and 45. If it seems like I'm going fast, y'all forgive me. I just want to be able to get through these scriptures tonight. We're trying to get to a particular point, not just to wrap this up, but we want y'all to see something with this. And we already went through the other stuff. So, you know, you can Let's always go back. Before we get it, you got anything, brother? Sip, sip, sip. Okay. We're going to go to the Let's go. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Luke it. 6 and 45. Uh, you good, that's brother? Not, I'm good. Okay, let's the go. Good, the good person out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth what is good. And the evil person out of the evil treasure brings forth what is evil. For his mouth speaks from that which fills his heart. So we have to be careful what we speak. So if this scripture is saying that we speak from what's in our heart, then what needs to be in our heart? The word of God. Because if the word yeah. of God is in our heart, when we pressure when we test it, when we push, when we get attacked with sickness, what's going to come mm -hmm. out? The word of God and not doubt or not just, oh, it's just this. Oh, it's just that. And we all do it. All of us do it. Everybody yeah. do it. Nobody's perfect. And uh, before we even go on, man, I'm going to say this again. I keep saying this over and over and over and over. Yes, you could be here by faith. Yes, you could be here by pulling on God. But let me tell you, this is not a magic pill. This is not like... Follow these steps and it happens every single time. Like every time you go up to the uh, to the uh, air pump to put air in your tire, you press the button, the air come out. God don't work like that. But you always believe and pull on him like that all the time. But there's sometimes where, OK, you don't get healed right now, but it's working on you. It may be working on a root cause that's been 25 years old and it may not come up in one second. <laughs> it may come up right. in a few years or whatever, or it may be, you know, a long doubt. We're not, you can't guarantee that. What you can guarantee is to always focus your faith on him and always trust and believe him and always guide your words to speak those things about that. Go ahead, brother. No, it's also the um, scripture that talks about, um, um, and it just could be our translation tonight, out yeah. of the heart, the mouth speaks. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, like you said, what the heart, the mouth speaks. Yeah, out of, yeah, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And what are you feeding your spirit? Like you said, are you feeding your spirit that of what, what the word of God says, 
what the world says, what social media says, because it's very, very important, you know, on looking at certain things. All right. Next, we go on to James three, four through ten. Give me one second, brother. Yes, sir. I'll get it up here for you. All right. Here we go. Four through ten. Yes, sir. Look at the ships, too. Though they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are nevertheless directed by a very small rudder whenever the indication <clears throat> of the pilot determines. So also the tongue is a small part of the body, and yet it is boast of great things. See how great a forest is set aflame by such a small fire. And the tongue is a fire that uh, the tongue is a fire, the very world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among. I'm going to let you scroll down a little bit. And I'm going to start over on that. Mm -hmm. The tongue is set among our body parts as that which defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of our life and is set on fire by hell. For every species of beast and birds of reptiles and creatures of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by the human race. But no one among mankind can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it, we bless our Lord and Father. And with, and with it, we curse people who have been made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come both blessings and cursings. My brothers and sisters, these things should not be. These things should not be this way. Right. So this is saying how constructive your mouth can be or your tongue, what you say, and how destructive your mouth can be or what your tongue can say. It, it, it compared it to like the rudder of a ship, how small the rudder of the ship is, but a ship can be massive and turned and guided by your tongue. And that's how important what, you, what you're saying is when it comes to your Healing and believe in God for healing. If you're dealing with something, you can't keep speaking death and expect life. That yeah. don't work like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to have to be stable-minded. Uh, the Bible says the double-minded is unstable in all his ways. You got to pick something, yeah. and we got to focus on, look, if I'm believing God for healing, I'm be like, Lord, I thank you for healing, but my throat hurt, my neck hurt. Now, that's a reality. Your throat and neck hurt, but you got to start speaking, okay, I believe God that my yeah. throat is getting better. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, I believe the God that my throat is well. I believe God that my head is clear. Although yeah. your head may be hurting, you recognize that something that's obviously true is not wrong. But also start speaking, calling those things to be not as though they were. Why are you dealing with those things as true? It's not being goofy and saying, well, I'm believing I'm, I'm a millionaire. I'm not talking about that right now. I'm talking about speaking life to your body. Go ahead, brother. No, I think it's on point. If you want to put in a perspective, think about those giant cruise ships. We all have seen them. And the yep. rudder, just how small it is, it's like the size of our car, if not smaller. Yep. So when you think about our tongue, it's 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 the same thing. And the blessings and curses, I know we're not getting in that. It's just saying it shouldn't be. We shouldn't be, you know, blessing the Lord. Lord, you're so worthy. Then turn around and curse out the person in front of you. You know, right. it, we we have to we have to have a balance. Not saying you're gonna be perfect, but when it right. comes to your mouth, you gotta you gotta you gotta be able to control that thing. All right, Proverbs 18 and 7. I got this one. A fool's mouth yep. is his ruin, and his lips are a snare to his soul. Once again, like we're saying, we got to be careful what we're saying when it concerning our healing, really concerning anything in our life, because your own mouth can be your own ruin. You can speak this. Yep. It's a lot of people. You hear about this all the time. They say, man, ain't nobody in my family live past 25, and I ain't, I'm going to be just like them. And they say it yep. their whole life. They had their parents yep. say it to them growing up. Your daddy didn't live past this. Your granddaddy didn't live past this. And then you yeah. start believing. And next thing you know, you get 25 and you some ridiculous thing that you never had the traits of come upon you. And you, those things are tied. It don't make you a magician or no genie or nothing. But the words of your, the words of your mouth are powerful because God is creator and we were made like him. And one of the things that we create, we didn't create people. But, hey, when you get together, a baby comes out. Right. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We get together, we get to speak and say, we create this business. We create a lot of things. We're not equal with God, but we are right. his children, which means we have that ability that a lot of other things ain't got that ability to. And we got to be careful what we're creating with our mouth. I think um, like um, one one of the things in, in about what we say, um, we used to always say this, like growing up on the West Side, mm -hmm. we would say, God dang me. And I ain't saying mm -hmm. like it was, mm -hmm. it was a saying like, God dang me, but it ain't dang that we were saying, nice and, you know, but think about that. Like what, what we were professing back then, you know what I mean? So you mm -hmm. really got to watch what you're saying over your life. And, and some of Absolutely. those things are habits from generational curses and generational yeah. habits that we heard parents, grandparents, uncles, mm -hmm. aunties say, and mm -hmm. we continue to say those things. So you got to just you got to start speaking life, man. 
And a lot of it comes from just talking, like Rob said. You know, generational things, you hear everybody just talking. You, you hear old people say, oh, I'm just talking, you know. And you got to be careful because there's nothing wrong with making jokes and having fun. Right. And I'm not saying you can't joke and say that, say things, but you got to be careful what you constantly say where mm-hmm. it gets in your heart. Because, like I say, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if you let that get in your heart, like, yo, yeah, I ain't living past this age. I ain't living past this age. And it get in your heart, then you're going to start believing that thing. And then it's add some power to it. Then it can end up like what we read right here, which is Mark 11, uh, 23. I got this one too, brother. And it says, you know, uh, have faith in God. And then Jesus said in Mark 11, 23, Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that what he says is going to happen, it will be granted to him. I'm going to go a little bit further. Therefore I say to you, all things which you pray, ask, and believe that you have received them, and they will be granted to you. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father who is in heaven also uh, will forgive you of your offenses. So th- what this is saying here, like, Whatever this mountain may be, Jesus could have been talking about a literal mountain or the mountain of cancer, the mountain of debt, the mountain of, of discouragement, the mountain of depression, whatever. He says, mm-hmm. but the key words on this thing and going to what we've been saying, if you be, uh, therefore I say to you for things which you pray, you ask and believe that you have received them. That is so, so important. And that's what yeah. I was saying. If somebody has said to you your whole life, you will be nothing. You will die at 25. You go from it's just being taught that you believe that you're going to receive that. And then you end up receiving it because that becomes the mountain that you casting your own self in the sea. And we got to be careful. Like, you know, uh, in Proverbs, another scripture in Proverbs says we are snared by the words of our mouth. That's what happens. You end up being snared by the words of your mouth. So when you believe in God for healing and trust him for healing, once again, I know we're saying and we're being repetitive, but it's, in, it's important. Uh, I'm going to say this. In the scripture, there's, this, there's, there's a scripture that says, out of mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Right? So these things that you make a tent pole, you know, like if, you, if you're putting up a tent, there's a pole that holds up everything. Or, you know, if you've been to a, a circus or something, you see these big, huge poles. They hold up everything. If you're going to make a tent pole of faith on something, you better have two or three witnesses of that in the Bible. And what it's saying, witnesses, what that means is two or three people, witnesses, two people, two or three people in the Bible, then said basically the same thing. And a lot of things that you read in the Bible that you want to make your tent pole, you better find two or three other witnesses in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? And uh, here we go. Did we uh, skip Job 22, 28, or did, we, did I miss it? No, we're going to get to Job, sis. We're going to get to Job. Uh, my wife says, nobody words have more influence on you than your own. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Go ahead, brother, before we move on. No, 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 we're good. Keep, keep going. You, you, you hit that right on the money, brother. Um, yeah. uh, what, what sis just said, nobody words have more influence because it begins with a thought. You meditate on the thought and you start speaking that thing, and then that can grow into sin or it can grow into, you know, life or death, like we said, in the power of the tongue. All right, and thank you, oh, yeah. uh, D. You reminded me of, she got these notes. Uh, <laughs> reminded me of Job 22, 28. Thank you, D. D. D always got our back. All right, so Job 22 and 28, and uh, Rob, I'm going to let you read some. I'm, just, I'm sparing, you, sparing you, brother. I know you, 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 you're fighting through a thing. Job 22 and 28, you will also decide something that will be established for you, and you uh, and light will shine your way. So it's also saying, once again, you decide, son, you speak, son, and then it will be established for you. You got to be careful, once again, what you're saying. Now, deciding something is like something you decide in your heart. Right. You know what I'm saying? So your heart and your mouth, these things are connected. So what's in your heart comes out your mouth. Like, if you feel like you the best, prime example, you know, I talked about uh, on my sports show, my team. You know, I love, you know, the Grizzlies or whatever, and John Morant, in his heart, feel like he's the best. And at the most inopportune time, it came out of his mouth. But it was because there's so much in his heart that comes out of his mouth, it ended up being snared by the word of his mouth on Christmas Day when they got whooped by the Golden State Warriors, whooping they deserve. But that's a natural example of somebody being snared by the words of your mouth. You got to be careful what you say. Yeah. Go ahead, brother. Yeah. No, no, I mean, you're in the vein, brother. You're in the vein. I know I know. you got to look at the scriptures and we got to keep going, but, I mean – you're right on point with that. Watching what you say. Watch what you say. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Because you, you might write a check that your tail can't cash. All right. There it is. Uh, Proverbs 11. I'll let you get this, uh, brother. 
Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. The mouth of the righteous is a fountain fountain of life, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. Once again, reiterating what you say, what you what you what you what you what you say is so important. I say I did it like that on purpose. We reiterating over and over again. Like I said earlier, out of mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. We had like seven. We're going to have some more, though. All right, next we're going to, (laughs) before we get up out of here, Proverbs 12 and 18, before we move on to the next subject. Give me one second as I go here. And again, folks, if you're not catching everything, make sure y'all catch the replay because C said it. If you're just joining us, we're moving fast so that we can get to certain points so we can um, not necessarily wrap things up, but just Mm -hmm. cover a lot of cover a lot of scriptures tonight. Yes. Proverbs 12 and 18. Go ahead, brother. There is one who speaks rationally like the thrust of a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Once again, there is one who speaks rashly like the thrust of a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Once again, speaking for yourself, you can speak rashly on yourself and brings is basically like like the thrust of a sword. You are cutting your own self down. Got to be careful of that, especially when it concerns healing. Go ahead, brother. Yeah. um, Like you said, it's just reiterating over and over again. It's not something we making up, folks. Watch what you're saying. Watch Please what you're do. speaking out of your mouth and start speaking life over your situation, regardless of what it may be. All right. So we're getting to the point we wanted to get to tonight. Uh, healing. We get to this section. What if you don't get healed and why? Wow. What if you don't get healed? Now, I know this is uh, I won't say it's controversial, but it's very tough for a yep. lot of people. Now, the, the, the Cliff Notes version of it, if you don't get healed, keep standing. Keep mm-hmm. fighting. Do not quit. But I'm going to give you some scriptures for it. We're going to go to Ephesians 6 and 10. Uh, we're going to get into this thing. Let's Ask the Lord it. to help help uh, help us both. That we uh, bring this before you the right way and uh, present this the right way. But all right, Hebrews 6, I mean Ephesians 6 and 10, my bad. Let's go, brother. Finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. I'll read that again. Uh, Finally, be strong in the Lord in the strength of his might. And then also put on the full armor of God so that you be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our yeah. struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers of darkness, powers against the uh, world forces and of this darkness and against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. We have to continue to fight and put on the armor of God. This includes praying against death, praying against yeah. Uh, disease, praying against even if you have a disease and you've had a disease your whole life, you still have to pray for healing. Uh, We're going to get into some scriptures because a lot of times what happens with us, if we don't get healed with something, we give up. We quit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, what is it worth? I've been doing this for years and ain't nothing changed. Why should I go on doing this? You know what I'm saying? I didn't pray. I didn't fast it. I didn't believe God. I didn't sold, you know, because we go to church where we throw. We, I didn't sold a big money offering for this, and nothing has worked. What do I do? Having done all the stand, stand, yep. therefore. And we'll be going to the scripture for that. Y'all give me a second because I got hey. it on my phone. I normally got the. Yeah, go ahead, brother. My well, no, why you, why you, no, why you bringing up the scripture? I just want to. Yeah. Everybody always talk about the full armor of God, and we know about the breastplate of righteousness and the helmet yeah. of salvation. As oh, you go through the whole thing, the one thing a lot of people leave out, and it says, and pray on every occasion like that. In mm-hmm. order for you to have the full armor, is to move forward. God has your back. All your armor is up front, but yep. prayer is your. If you're looking at going into battle, prayer is your communication to headquarters on what you should be doing and how you should move as you move forward in your um, full armor. And your only weapon is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So if that's in your heart, that's what's going to continue to come out when you're moving forward with your full armor. All right. Next, we are going to why. And uh, I need to go back to this this graphic here. That's all right. James. Yeah, but it's the same thing. So. Next, we go on to as after you continue to stand, having done all the stand, stand there for. But then we ask this question. Why did I did? Why didn't I get here? A lot of people ask this a lot of times. Why did my mama mm-hmm. get here? Why did my sister get here? You know, if God's so much of a healer, why ain't take why ain't say my daddy? Why ain't say my mama? Why ain't say my uncle? That's a very good question. Right. There's a lot of reasons. And I'm, I'm a, I just I'm gonna give three. But there's a lot of reason. Here's a here are three 
common reasons why somebody don't get healed. One, sin. B, or uh, A, sin. B, unbelief, like a lack of faith. The yeah. Bible talks about it. And then three, this is something uh, from, the, from the background I come from. I grew up in uh, Baptist and then Word of Faith and Sun Costa and non-denomination. But ain't neither one of them. Now, maybe some of the Baptists talked about this, but ain't neither one of them talk about this. Maybe biblical suffering or not as timing. We don't like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that. But I have a few examples of that. We'll get to that one in a minute. So the first thing is sin. One of the reasons why we don't get healed or sometimes it, don't, it doesn't work out for us the way that we're believing. Good evening, Miss Davis. I just saw that. I'm sorry. Hey, mama. Uh, but one of the one of the first things is sin, and that is James five and sixteen. Uh, I'm gonna let you read that one, brother. Let me yes, go sir. to it. Here we go. Uh, let me scroll up. My bad. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Therefore, confess your sins one to another, and pray for one another, so that you may be healed. A prayer of a righteous person, when it is brought about, can accomplish much. So you gotta confess your sins in the sense of healing. You gotta confess your sins. Confess your sins. To one another now you know this is in the church setting but as well you know me and rob are in covenant with brothers with best friends but we disclose some things with each other and i don't be like bro you stupid and don't say bro. i'm gonna pray for you you know i actually pray for him uh, and vice versa the same vice thing versa. yeah and and you know and this is this healing may be a healing for something that we're dealing with we're fighting or even with sickness you know we we have to confess these things and we also got to confess to god we got to repent repentance is very important to this because if repentance is very matter of fact it's paramount to this yeah. because if you think good evening jerry good to see you brother uh if you think you always gonna get healed and you're just gonna actively live and walk in sin no god hates sin now god yeah. sometimes is just so good that he'll just do it why are you in sin but if you're trying to stand in faith and believe god for Healing, sometimes the, the way that you're not being healed is because you are in sin. And God may have told you to stop doing something. And y'all know how God be sometimes. Everybody else don't know what he had told you, but you know that one thing. He said, hey, stop doing that. Now, he may not say stop doing that and I hear you. But sometimes it be stop doing it and the healing will come forth. and Because you be praying, Lord, why has this not broken? And you think in your mind, you, you go down the list. I stopped doing this. I stopped doing that. I stopped doing that. And I stopped doing this. And sometimes you may have literally stopped doing everything. And the sin that you got is the sin of pride because you think you got it all together. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's yeah. why we always got to have a repentant and pure heart where God can do something with. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, bro. Yeah. No, that's key. Just make sure you're in repentance and not repenting for the easing of conscience. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. Lord, Lord forgive me. And you know, you as soon as you say forgive you me, you're ready to go right. Yeah, yeah. It's right. a it's guilty easing of your conscience as opposed to a true repentance and doing a 180. Not a 360, but a 180. 360 means because you're facing the same direction. Back again. Where you was at, so. <laughs> Wise words from my brother on the song, you know. But anyway, yeah, but, man. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, bro. My bad. No, no, that was it. I'm laughing at you, bro. You called it. So once again, you know, sin is could be could be one of the reasons why you have not been healed. Could be. Now, and a lot of times it can be because uh, sin is offensive to God. But we all sin. No, I, you know. I mean, I'm going to say this. One thing about being in the kingdom of God, it's a lot of things that we as a people love black and white. No mm -hmm. pun to my graphics right here. But we love black and white because black is it's a bold line, right? No matter how hard you try to go beyond that black, you know that black is black. And no how how hard you try to go beyond that white, you know that white that white is white. It is so clear. And some things in the Bible is gray. And we don't like that. Because we can't figure it out. But I, I have a rainbow word for you. There's a lot of stuff you ain't going to figure out. There's a lot of stuff you ain't going to understand. Like the, the scripture that says, I believe it's in Corinthians, where it says we see, we see through a glass dimly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> through the word of God, we see dimly. In other words, we don't see everything. If you see a dimly lit thing, you don't see everything. Because we're in this fleshly body. And some of our sin blocks us from seeing everything we need to see. Right? So... Some of these questions we have, like, why mama didn't do this? Why auntie didn't do this? Why this person didn't do this? You ain't going to know. Maybe till you get to heaven. And then it might, might be when you get to heaven, you see them, you don't care. 
Because you see him. <laughs> it ain't going to matter no more. <laughs> you with the almighty father. You know, you going to be happy. It's a party that you there. You know what I mean? So, anyway, let me continue. The next thing that we'll be going to or the next reason that uh, we consider why is unbelief. We're going to be going to Matthew 13 and 58. And this is one of many scriptures of Jesus correcting some things about unbelief. But this is one of the greatest examples where I can show you where unbelief stopped healing, halted healing, unbelief. Uh, let's see. We're going to Matthew 13 and 58. Let me scroll up. All right. I'm going to go. I'm, I got this, brother. We're going to say uh, I'll start 57. They took offense at him, but Jesus said a prophet is not uh, dishonored except in his hometown, in his whole in, in his own household. So he was around his own people, right? And then it said, he did not do many miracles because of their unbelief. Now, that is the son of God, yeah, right? Part of the Godhead. All right, basically God walking on earth, <laughs> right? The son of God, his beloved son, the one that died for all our sins. But 58 said what? He did not do many miracles there because of their unbelief. So sometimes the reason you're not being healed is because of the unbelief. Because if their unbelief stopped Jesus, what you think is going to stop with you? I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's Jesus. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's the son of God. And uh, the next one. Uh, no, nah, my bad, bro. Go ahead. I didn't, I didn't give you a chance. No, nah, nah, that's it. That's just a, that's just tough. Some people don't want to hear that. And then it's, yeah. they feel like you're wrong for saying that. But it's the truth. No. If you have any doubt or unbelief. You said it earlier. Uh, uh, um, what did it say? Uh, um, a double, a double mind. Double minded man is unstable yeah, in all his ways. In all his ways. So if you, right, uh, the Lord gonna heal me. I think. I hope. You know, and it, mm -hmm. it start. It starts mm -hmm. going from belief to doubt. Then mm -hmm. that's what you get. Now, uh, I say this again. This is. I, I keep saying this, and it's not. It's, I'm not trying to be funny, but this is not no magic pill. Right. I can give you these steps of walking through faith, living in faith and all that. And we can create we can create the atmosphere for healing to flow. We have no control over that as believers. Now, like I told y'all earlier, I grew up in an atmosphere where we talked about healing going to definitely happen. And it's going to happen right now. And we command things and we speak things and we do have authority. We do have authority to command things. But one of the greatest mysteries in our Christian life is understanding healing it's hard for us you know what i'm saying because people you love die people that speak great oracles about healing and god give this great revelation about healing die <laughs> and the reason they and they may die with a disease and the same person that died with the disease healing god is using to heal millions of people of disease but that same person died with disease because that same person that may be operating in the in the uh office of uh we'll just say healer they're not a healer but in the office of uh, really like an evangelist laying on the hands and praying for people people not Benny Hinn but like Benny Hinn if I would say not Benny Hinn preci precisely but something like that right folks that operating it just because they operating that gift don't mean they receiving the faith themselves for them to be healed so that's why you see some of them die and a lot of people be like see that stuff was fake no it don't mean it was fake just mean they may not have the same faith for themselves because God put that gift on them. You feel what I'm saying? Just like I speak about my brother Rob. Rob gives words and all that. And long as I know Rob, he's given words. That's a gift that God gave him. Now, he may not have the faith to receive the word the same way that he give it, though. Just because he's the one that give it and he operate in that gift don't mean he may have the same faith to receive it if I gave it to him. It don't, it's not automatic because he don't control the gift. Just because the guy gave him the gift, he has no control of it. All he knows, something come upon him, and he knows this. And he don't know why he know it, but he know it. He tell the person to be on time and perfect because it's God's gift operating to that, through that human vessel, right? So when we see these things and these healing services and a lot of people getting here and you get up there and you're like, okay, today is my day. It's like, you know, folks think they got their lotto ticket. I got my ticket. You know what I'm saying? And it don't happen. Then they lose courage and they lose hope and they give up because they had the hope in that service. And the hope has moved from just on God into if I get to this service 
and his service going to do it. Because I saw at this service, this man was swinging his coat and everybody falling out. And that can happen. And it can be real. Not saying it ain't. And you get there and you want, and it don't happen to you. And then we give up. We have to always remember healing God or healing only comes from God. There's many ways it's administered, but it only comes from God. It only comes from God. And but with that being said, sometimes people won't be healed. And there's a lot of reasons. Like I say, it could be sin. It could be unbelief. But here's the question. If you don't get here, what you going to do? You going to quit God? How do you think God, how, how do you think that's going to make God feel? Well, if I don't just give them what they, what they hearts desire, what they really, really want, what's going to be best for them, they're going to leave me. Hmm. I'm not condemning nobody. I'm just saying, yo, like God, they, you know, we say we are made in his image. So how we think that make our Lord and Savior, our God, our almighty feel that if we don't get what we want, we out. You know, we heard this about a a, a, a popular uh, Christian rapper. I ain't going to say his name, but, you know, he left the faith and he said, God, if you don't show me this, I'm out. If, if this ain't made plain to me, I'm out. The audacity of dust <laughs> saying that to the creator, the audacity of dust saying that to the creator, if you don't do this, putting that demand on him. No. All we can put the demand on is that. His word said he is not a respecter of person. We can put a demand on that. We could demand on that his word would not return to him void. We can't put a demand on when it happens. So just because you ain't healed today, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, don't mean he ain't a healer. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that he's a lie, right? Because sometimes your healing is death. And I know that don't sound good. I know it don't sound good. I know it don't sound right. But I give an example for some person to me. My grandmother. My grandmother was diagnosed with a level of cancer 10 years ago. And they said she would die in a, like a year. She lived 10 years. Right? And you'd be like, God never healed her of cancer. Okay, but he healed her enough that she lived 10 more years. You feel me? But she had this cancer in her body and she started losing parts of her body. So unless them bodies got regenerated... Her being healed at 80 something, I mean, it would have been better for us, the family, because she's still here. You know what I'm saying? And we can still get that sweet potato pie. We can still get that great sweet tea. You know what I'm saying? But what if she was like, I'm ready to meet you, Father? Then what? Who, who, who is that on? Is that on, well, God is being insignificant because it hurt me that she's gone? How selfish are you? You know, I know other situations where people have told the Lord, come get me. You can pray all you want. <laughs> you, God gonna come get them When they're at that age They feel like look I lived I did everything I wanted to do I see my kids grow up I see my kids get married I'm ready to see you I'm ready to be with you now, what, what, You know what I'm saying So to uh, uh, to live To die is gain I'm trying to say what, what I'm trying to, you, know, you know what I'm saying yeah. Live a Christ yeah. but to die is gain In that yeah. situation to, God, to die is gain In that situation Because being here ain't gonna be better you know, my wife said my mama. I wasn't going to say that, but yeah, her mama. I know that with my mother-in-law, the same way. To die was gain for her. Although Crystal man wanted her home. I definitely wanted her here. I know Crystal wanted her here. We miss her to this day. I still miss her. But <laughs> she in a much better place, much happier place. You know what I mean? Anyway, I, I didn't mean to jump off on that, man. We got one more to get to. Go ahead, brother. Right. You got something before I'm nah, we, going. We good, brother. We um. Let you go ahead and pull up that scripture, bro. So you know that that you know there's this thing called biblical suffering. I I'm, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? But it has happened to some people. The story of Job. I talk about the story of Job in general. The story of Job. Job was God's servant. Uh, how the Bible reads, the enemy came to him, and God said, "Hey, test test my Job, right?" And all these things came to him, and basically Job was sick. He had boys on him. He had all type of things with him. He lost his wife, lost his whole family. And Job, Job was not perfect. He got to murmuring. He got to complaining. Then he ended up kicking all those murmurings, complainers out, and repented. And God restored all of that, right? But he suffered, and then there was hope at the end. When a lot of times when people see that, they give that as an excuse that, okay, I should just live with what I get and not fight it. 
You know, uh, when, when we hear the word God is sovereign, that's what we think. Okay, he's the king. You think about these shows. My wife likes to show the crown. Or uh, we think about the people over there in England, those, the royalty, because they're sovereign because they can do what they want. Right? But when we think of sovereign, a lot of times we try to put God in that box. So because we saw that with Job, I'm not going to take my medicine because, it. I mean, I, he, he's decided what I'm going to be. No, that's foolish. Or you decide, you know, the, we forget the scriptures where it says, you know, confess your sins to one another and the prayer, the prayer of faith will save the sick, right? We got to continue to pray the faith, the, pray the prayer of faith. And just because you ain't fully saved yet, is you dead? No. So it's starting to save you. You got to stay with it and we got to keep with it. I say this in my life here, and I know these are some difficult things to talk about, but I'd rather die in faith than live in doubt. I'm just going to keep it 1,000. I'd rather die believing and trusting God that, yo, he's going to come through. He's going to make me whole. He's going to make me well. I'd rather die believing that than just saying, man, I just give up, whatever. I'm tired. You know, I'm tired of taking this insulin. I'm tired of taking this shot. I'm tired of doing this, whatever it may be. You know, I'm tired of have to take this inhaler. Why I can't just breathe normal like other people? You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of have to, why, 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 why I lose my legs? You know, why I got to be in this wheelchair? Why I got, you know, and these things are hard and, it's, and it sucks. You know, when you're dealing with these heavy ailments. But the thing is that, that the enemy always wants is for us to quit. He wins that way. Because yeah, even if, even I've seen preachers with no legs preach on people about being healed. Because what disqualifies them to preach what the word say? If it's the word, it's the word. Despite what state you in, the word is the word. You know what I'm saying? Uh, go ahead, bro. As I go no, man, uh, no, no, you, you, you on point, bro. I, I'm, I can't really say anything because you, you saying it, you know, you saying it all. You, you, you on point with that. Let's bring up this um, last scripture, brother. Yeah, we, we gonna go to, uh, we gonna go to a couple of more, but we going to Corinthians. Then, how many have heard of Paul's thorn? You know, a lot of people talk about this too when it comes to healing. Paul had this thing where it was called a thorn in his flesh, right? Mm-hmm. We gonna read about it. Paul said he prayed about it a whole lot. And uh, he prayed that God would remove it, and he didn't. All right, so we go on Romans. I mean, not, my bad. 1 Corinthians 12 and 7. All right. 1 Corinthians 12. That's not right. Yeah, that's not right. That's not right. I'm going to say the story. Maybe 2 Corinthians. I'm looking. I apologize. Maybe. You did send over... Um, I think it's, I think it's, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Second Corinthians, I'm sorry, second, second Corinthians 12 and 7. All right. Here we go, bro. Uh, read, I say read to like 10, all the 10. All the 10, okay. Yeah, all because of the 10. extraordinary greatness of the revelations, for this reason, to keep me from exalting myself, there was given to me a thorn in my in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me, to keep me from exalting myself. Concerning this, I pleaded with the Lord three times that I might, it might leave me. And mm-hmm. he said, and he has said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I delight mm-hmm. in my I delight in weaknesses and in insults and distresses and persecutions and difficulties in behalf of Christ. But when I am weak, then I am strong. So a lot of people speak on this and say, OK, Paul prayed for this thorn in his flesh to be removed. Now, the thorn of the flesh in the uh it's a saying that's been mentioned in the Bible before in the Old Testament. In both instances, the thorn of the flesh is basically like a pain in my neck. Not literally a pain in my neck, something getting on my nerves. And a lot of people read this and saying, okay, this is why I shouldn't even pray against this, this, this sickness. You know, it's just what it is because God didn't heal Paul. Now, if you read this, it says it's a messenger of Satan. A messenger of Satan. So God didn't get this to him to torment me. That was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me, to keep me from exalting myself. So what this sounds like to me is a habit. Me and Rob talked about this early in person. This sounds like a habit. Smoking, drinking, you know what I'm saying? Pornography, whatever. A messenger of Satan, a habit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 arrogance. 
You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Like you yeah, always yeah. air because he said keep me from uh, exalting myself. So we'll say like arrogance. This 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 air arrogance is on him, and he keep praying, take it away from me, take it away from me. Okay, a thorn in your flesh. You can't pray God to deliver you from your flesh. You got to put your flesh under. This is why he said, no, I'm not. <laughs> That's why he kept praying for God to deliver this. But this was a, a, a problem of his flesh. So a problem of his flesh, you put your flesh under. It's your flesh. You feel what I'm saying? And you got this habit. Like, for example, if you got a habit of, of smoking, you picked up them cigarettes. And you want to stop it? Put them down. You got to work that thing out. Now, he can help you with it. But he's what he's asking you to take away this one thing. This aggravating thing I'm dealing with, and it didn't get taken away. So that's for this particular thing. Now, like I said, a lot of people use this for, well, this is the reason why, you know, Paul prayed to be healed of this thing. He wasn't healed, so I shouldn't even pray for healing. No, that's not what this is saying. Go ahead, brother. Also, look at it. You got to think about what Paul was doing before beforehand. You know what I mean? He mm -hmm. was he, he was dealing with pride because he was literally yeah. killing Christians and persecuting the body of Christ. Yeah, and he man. said, given to me. From exalting myself so he wouldn't yes. go back down that down that road for whatever the case may be and pride may yeah. have been something because he he was very very knowledgeable like he knew the word Extremely inside and out yes. you, you know what i mean so yes. um you just like c said you gotta we'll ask the lord to take certain things take away the desire lord and mm -hmm. it's like he'll give you the way of escape and it's up to you mm -hmm. to take that way of escape if you truly want to be delivered that's right. that's the biggest thing Right. Well, I think a lot of times what we don't want as as believers is is responsibility. It's all up to God. You know, a lot of people favor saying no matter what denomination you from, God is in control. It's just up to him. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Oh, no, there's a lot of stuff got to do with you. Now, nah, he the one created this earth. He created all this. And he give you breath. And yes, but there's a lot of stuff got to do with you. A lot of these habits is because of your doing, because of your messing up. And it's a lot of stuff you got to take care of. You got to right. deal with it. All right, next scripture we going to, and it'll be the last one for tonight before we discuss this a little bit more. Uh, let me look at this. We'll be going to John eleven four, John eleven four, and what this is talking about for God's glory. So some people think this sickness that you're dealing with is just for God's glory, right? A lot of people say that. Well, it's just you know I'm sick unto the glory of God, and I call this uh, something that's in scripture, but maybe been applied the wrong way. That's what I say. Yes, it is in Scripture, but it's been applied the wrong way. Now, it comes from here. I'm going to read this one, brother. And it comes from here. Uh, John eleven four, 4. And Jesus said, but when, G when, when Jesus heard this, he said, this sickness is not meant for death, but it is for the glory of God, so that the Son of Man may be glorified in it. I'm going to go back. Uh, number one. Now, a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. And it was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his uh, feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. So the sister, sisters sent word to him saying, Lord, he whom you love is sick. But when Jesus heard this, he said, this sickness is not meant to death, but it is for the glory of God so that the son of man be glorified in it. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after he said to the disciples, let's go to Judah again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, uh, the Jew, the Rabbi, the Jews are not seeking the uh, the Jews were just now seeking to stone you, and yet you were trying to go there again. Jesus replied, are there not 12 hours in a day? If anyone walks during the day, he does not stumble because uh, he sees the light of the world. But basically, that's all saying we're trying to go back. They don't want to go back because they don't want to see Jesus get stoned, but he went back because he loved Lazarus. The end of the story, Lazarus got raised from the dead. So when it's saying here, <laughs> but it is for the glory of God so that the Son of Man be glorified by it. It is glorified by it because he raised him from the dead. So at that time, he was not healed. And yes, it was for the glory of God, but because God knew that was the time he was going to be healed. Sometimes with healing and you believe in God to be healed or something, the healing may be coming in the future and you don't know it. So in that time, you should give God glory, not that you sick, but that you're going to be healed and you keep glorifying him that you're going to be healed in that time. But you don't know when it when it's going to exactly happen. But what we're supposed to do as believers is continue to press. You ever heard, you know, uh, the scripture where it say, I think it's in Philippians, we press towards the mark of the high calling. Forgetting yep. those things behind, we continue to press. We got to forget, hey, 
you know, I, I don't like the way this is. I don't like the way my body is moving and all that. We got to continue to press and believe God for that. So with that being said, yes, where it says, yes, but it is for the glory of God. But he was saying that because he knew he was going to heal Lazarus. Lazarus going to get raised from the dead. But at that time, he was saying that. With all that being said, let me go back to uh, here. With all that being said, is there times where we're believing God to be here and we don't get here? Yes. Will there be times, many times, where we don't get here? Yes, it's going to be a lot of times. The main important thing, we said this multiple times, what is most important? What will, you, what will you do if you don't get what you want? And it's a good want. You know what I'm saying? This ain't like you want to get a PlayStation 5. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. This ain't like you're talking about getting a new Jays. This is health and life. We all want that. But we don't have control of that. What we have control of is our praise and our worship and our fervent prayer unto God and standing on his word because he respects that. If God so respected the uh, fair, Sir, Syrophoenician woman who was outside of the covenant, but he respected that faith, he respects it in you. But we got to keep standing. We got to keep fighting. And there are some things that we just don't know. And I'm not ashamed to say that. Some things yeah. I don't know. And, you know, I ain't got eight more scriptures to tell you how much I know. Some things we just don't know. We don't get it. But what I do know is that I'm going to keep standing, and I'm keep standing in faith. Go ahead, brother. No, I mean, it, uh, just stay on top of it. Like, the Lord is a healer. Stay on top of it. Yes. Get in your word and understand what it is. I mean, you. I think sometimes we pray for healing, and we don't even know the healer himself. You know what I mean? Like, we just want we yeah, want man. the we want the we want the miracle. So yes. it's very important that you get to know who God is and yes. how much He loves you. How much He, yes. you know, He wants the best for you. Even when we mess up, just think about this. Everybody listening to the sound of my voice, me, see, I'm we're we're not exempt from this. We deserve death. We deserve death. That's right. And That's exactly what we deserve. His, his mercy and grace, His love, everything about Him is so that we can do things to his glory, not yes. be sick unto his glory, but yes. so we can do things live because he comes to bring life in that more abundantly, yeah. like so we can live for his glory. So yeah. get to know him, read his word, read the love letters. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what I mean by the love letter, this is him telling us, look, this is what I did for you. This is what I want to do for you. And this is what mm -hmm. I have for you. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? So, I mean, it's, it's just very important. Like C said, and if you still dealing with sickness, listen, yes, I'm healed from cancer. But you know something that I do have that really gets on my nerves and seeing I talked about it. Testimony moment. My immune system is jacked. I'm mm -hmm. not speaking it because I'm speaking. Oh, I got a bad immune. No, I'm telling the truth. The weather changed and so do I. I mm -hmm. go out of town. It never fails. I go out of town and come back to St. Louis. Sickness hits my body and we continue to press and we continue to move forward. And me and C a joke about it all the time. But I never put it out there, man. I'm just always sick. This is the mm -hmm. Lord's will for my life. Mm -hmm. No, I keep mm -hmm. I keep it going. You dig what I'm saying? So that don't mean that God didn't heal me. I'm still healed. Right. I'm still pressing. Right. I'm still going. And right. and it's not unto death. And I'm gonna continue to give Him glory that I am still here and you know fully in remission. But there is side effects. It's happened. I I take medicine. There's nothing wrong. I'm not gonna stop taking the medicine. Yeah. Keep living for all yeah. the youngest living. Keep living. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So now, now some people like my brother. As long as I know C, I think I've known C to be sick five times, and I didn't know mm -hmm. this brother for what ten years now. Mm -hmm. Five times mm -hmm. where he was out. Mm -hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Like if that. And so I mean, speak it. God, God yeah. want to see you healed, and He want to see you live. So don't, don't, whatever it may be. I just want to let y'all know that, um, like it's real, man. It's real. I don't talk about my healing much because. I used to be embarrassed because I didn't want people to think I was like, oh, here you go again with the cancer. One word, yeah, yeah. we know you was healed from cancer, and it was yeah. a trick from the enemy. Whatever you're going through, God can heal you. Yes. Um, sis, I know you on here, um, and, and C talks about it every now and then. She's been healed. You dig what I'm saying? She was healed. The doctors gave her a, a, a diagnosis on some stuff, and sis is still here kicking. You dig mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'm still here mm -hmm. kicking. My mm -hmm. son, Devin, he died on the operating table. God breathed life back into him, and he's mm -hmm. still here 14 years later. So, mm -hmm. yes, healing, healing is very, very uh, – yeah, man. It, 
It's paramount to the Christian faith. Our brother uh, Jerry, Jerry Fudd said, even though si even through sickness, we shall praise God because how we walk through sickness can ultimately deliver a message to a lost soul for them to call upon the name of Jesus to be a, be their savior. That is very important because there's a lot of people that feel like if you're dealing with sickness, you're defeated. No, that doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that you're defeated because you're dealing with sickness. Now, this, now sickness is one of the enemies that's going to be uh, defeated. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Death is an yeah. enemy. Sickness is an enemy. All there is an enemy, and Jesus died for you to be uh, died for you to be healed. But we are still in this earth. The reason why we still deal with sickness is because we are still in this fallen world. Yes, <laughs> and in this fallen world, yes. what we mean by the fallen world, when we first start doing this Bible study, we start reading about Adam and Eve, and when Adam and Eve sinned, the world became fallen, and Jesus came and died, and it set us free. But this world is still falling; it's still falling. So the effects of the world, you see what's happening. See all these weird storms and all that stuff. That is the effects of a fallen world. All the sickness, COVID, all that stuff, effects of a fallen world. But because we're in this world, uh. We're we going to have to deal with some of them things. But with that, man, hey, take your medicine and believe God. Never stop believing God for Amen. him. Never stop believing God for that because at the end of the day, he is the healer. Now, like we say, sometimes people don't get healed. Some people don't get healed as quick enough. Sometimes people's healing is death. Like, would you, if, your, if both your arms got cut off and your middle abdomen got, abdomen got cut off so you don't have, you can't reproduce, and all you got is a body and a head. What's better? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, there's a man that's a motivational speaker that ain't got nothing but them nuts and whatever. He run around all the joy and whatever. If you decide to live with joy with that, you can. A lot of people can do that. Uh, Jerry Fudd said, I have to testify my brother Christ went to the doctor today, and they said his cancer was completely gone. No more treatments needed, needed through the power of God. See, God Amen. is a healer. We didn't know that, but it's right. true. God is a healer, and sometimes it happens because he just did it. Other times it happened because the, the elders of the church came and prayed. Other times it happened because you stood in faith and you said, no, I'm not receiving that. But why are you not receiving? Take your medicine. Yeah. I want to say that over and over again. I know it's redundant, but it's very important. Take your medicine. Please. Take your medicine. My wife had a doctor one time said, just take the medicine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? About and we ain't got to go into details about that, but it, take the medicine. Like I was sick uh, when this first started a couple a couple of uh, weeks ago when we started this, right? <laughs> a couple of weeks ago when we started this, I was sick and I had to get. Crystal kept asking me, "You want me to call the doctor?" I'm like, "No," nah, because I kept feeling like I was almost over it. I was like, well, "I don't want to waste money on the doctor." And she like, "Baby, me call this doctor. Want to call this doctor? I ain't want to take call the doctor." We finally called the doctor, got the antibiotics, and it came to my head: just take the medicine. Same thing you preaching on this thing, Chris. Take the medicine. See the doctor. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing the same thing I'm saying don't do, right? Because Jesus is a healer. He is a healer. He is that. But if you don't get healed, continue to stand, right? Because you That's didn't big. get healed, don't make God not a healer. Because something don't happen with you. Because once, like I said earlier, the audacity of dust telling God what he ain't. He is a healer. And you don't know the reason. And it's okay not to know. And it's okay to say, I don't know. I don't get it. You know, it's a lot of times, you know, it's a scripture where it say, you know, uh, Jesus said you believe. He said, yeah, but help my unbelief. We got to be like that sometimes. We yeah, got to be buddy. real. Listen, I, I, I don't understand this, all this, and God don't understand this, but Lord, you know what? I trust you. At the end of the day, I trust you. And if if and if and if I'm going to be the person with a, a short leg, I'm going to be the short-legged dude loving Jesus. And I'm going to still talk about you. I'm not going to stop talking about you and not blessing, stop blessing your name. You know what I'm saying? Because, look, that I got three, I got another leg and I got arms. I can do something. The greatest testimony, like I said, I got to do with no legs and no arms, and he running around the world speaking. How's that happen? Because he yeah. refused to quit. And it's people that's not even believers, and they're living by the fact that them refusing to quit is giving them life. How much more for the believer? So yeah. if you get this that's diagnosis, big right there, bro. yeah, man. If you get this diagnosis you don't like. And, and they telling you got this many days. All right, look, man, we got to start with the baby steps. Now, some people, you may not believe for the full healing, but, Lord, I think I'm living six more months. And then when you get to six months, I thank you, God, for six more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you keep going yeah. like that. Like I said, they told my grandmama 10 years ago, you ain't going to keep living. She lived 10 more years. You know what I'm saying? It, 
it's a lot of people got these testimonies where they said you was not going to do this and the devil is a lie. I am going to do it. A lot of it is just you refusing to quit. That's a big part of it. As well as standing on the word and believing. But the human spirit is a mighty, powerful thing that God gave us that we can resist. That's why the Bible said resist the devil and he'll flee. The literal mm-hmm. devil will run from you if you just resist. Now, the first thing, you got to submit to God. Submit. We can't forget yeah. that part. Submit to God and resist the devil. He going to run from you. So the same thing with sickness and all that. We got to submit to God and resist it. But take your medicine, my guy. And if you get sick, don't lose hope. Don't give up. If you're on your deathbed, hey, man, remember this. I remember my, my father-in-law. You know, my father-in-law didn't live this great, illustrious, righteous life, but at the end he got something right. And I remember he was on the he was on this deathbed. He was dying. He had this thing in his mouth. And it, he pulled it out of his mouth. He said, no quitting. No quitter. You know what I'm saying? It was such a powerful thing. I never forget it. We made shirts saying we no quitters. You know what I'm saying? That man was a strong man, and he fought that thing. And then he, you know, he eventually died. But he said, I'm not quitting. That's what we got to be like with these things. Do not quit. Do not give up. And like I said, I'm not going to understand everything about God. I can't tell you the exact reason why this person didn't get healed. I can't tell you the exact reason why it ain't came yet. You know, and I know this is a song, but it's the very truth. It may not come when you want it, but it's right on time, fam. Mm-hmm. It'll be right on fine, right on time. But there's also scripture say where it talked about this scripture doesn't mean it's not concerning healing, but it goes right here. You know, and the disciples basically asked Jesus, what are we supposed to do till you come back? He said, occupy until I mm-hmm. come. So until that healing come, occupy, keep standing, keep believing, keep fighting. Do not quit. I don't know who is this for. Don't quit. Yeah. Don't give up. Because a lot of the a lot of the death and disease that come on you. It's from you giving up because everything that has a name has to bow to Jesus, including sickness, disease has to bow to Jesus. But sometimes you got to keep making it bow because <laughs> yep. that one word don't want to give up. You got to be strong. You got to not quit. And then some of us lose the fight. But guess what? I mean, if you lose the fight, you want to be with Jesus, which is much better, much better. Boy, you Go almost ahead, let me say well. <laughs> much better you know what I'm saying much better than all this all this you fighting in this earth realm but hey yeah. we got loved ones and we want to see them and want to be with them and I'm just saying it may get to a point and we all gonna get to this point in our lives where it's gonna be like okay I think it's time to go but I wanna I wanna go saying man I you know I heard a preacher say I wanna go with my boots on he's a country preacher but I wanna say knowing that man I, I whooped the devil for a lot of years I fought I I I I, I want him to be like, man, I'm glad this man ain't up out of here. Because <laughs> he had been a pain in my neck literally for years. Anyway, go ahead, brother. Nah, you, you you got it, brother. You um, on point. On point. Go ahead. And, I apologize um, we went a little long, man, but I think it's worth it. Uh, this yeah. my bad, bro. But uh, this is going to be the conclusion of this thing. And if, if there's one thought I want to give y'all, man, is one, don't give up. Mm-hmm. And two, this is not a this is not a, a crossword puzzle where you do every piece right. That it absolutely works. One thing that absolutely works is faith and trust in God. The healing may not come when you want it, but trust me, it's gonna come in one way or another. But you gotta stand fast, stand firm in your faith, and do not quit. My bad. Go ahead, brother. That's no, it. No, you, that's that's it. it for me. No, that's it. Yeah. Well, if you don't know who Jesus is in your life, I know we've been doing this thing on healing. And, you know, some of these things are not exclusively for the believer, but it's mostly for the believer. But sometimes it comes for people that ain't believers. But if you want to know about this great benefit of believers, of, of uh, one, of experiencing healing, but also before experiencing healing, experiencing Jesus. Looks, man. The biggest thing I want you to be healed of your sin nature and your sin, your sin consciousness, where you can be free and live life without this consciousness of like, man, something's wrong and not right. Everybody trying to get me. I want you to live free of that. And the best way to live free of that is accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want heaven to be your home. If you don't know Jesus, if you pray this with me, I want you to pray this with me. Father God, I come to you in the name of your, of your son, Jesus. And I believe that you died and rose on the third day for me. 
And right now I confess you as my Lord and Savior. I ask you to come into my heart and make me new. Make me a new creature. Renew my mind. Renew my spirit. Make me brand new. Transform me. Take me from the kingdom of darkness into your marvelous light. Lord, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you. If you pray that you are a new believer. But let me pray this too, man. If there's any among you, just give me a minute on this one, brother. If it's anybody who's watching this who's sick, that's dealing with a terminal illness, I pray right now that the Spirit of God come into your life and heal those dead things, dead things, dead limbs, dead arms, dead bodies, dead cells in the body be awakened, be healed. Uh, people that's dealing, people that's dealing with a broken heart, broken hearts be healed. Uh, people dealing with broken minds and uh, mental illness be healed. Right now, in the authority of the name of Jesus, Lord, I believe that you are a healer, a present help in a time of need. I think you are. I think I know that you are a good God. I know that you are a healer. I know that you come to have to give people life and life more abundantly. Give people that abundant life. I pray. And for those people that's dealing with these things that's been going on for years and haven't seen relief, Lord, give them strength to keep going. Give them strength to keep fighting. Give them strength to not quit. And keep believing and keep standing on your word, Lord, because you are not a liar. You are not a respecter of person. I know, Lord, you will give them comfort. Lord, I just thank you, Father God, for uh, all these people. Anybody that see this in the future, anybody that hear this in the future, Lord, ask, Lord, that your hand be upon them, Lord. I thank God that, Lord, whatever that you, what may not even happen to me, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that it happened for them. That they will be healed, they will be set free, they will be delivered, and they will ultimately accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh, any last words, brother? Because I'm, I'm about to no, float no. to the glory. No, I'm kidding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you come out that deep prayer, it's like, man, where am I? <laughs> am I still nah, on earth, Jesus? <laughs> no, nah, you, hey, y'all be y'all be encouraged. Um, Please continue to pray. Continue to pray for us. This is a um, hey, awesome Bible study, brother. Not, I mean, I, I got a lot. I got a lot of it. A lot out of it as well. And I pray that all the people who've been following the last three Bible yeah. studies that um they got something out of it. So con continue to pray for us as we do these Bible Please studies. Because like we said when we started this, we never want to do it because we're trying to push a denomination. Because we're no. trying to push. An agenda. We're trying to push no. Jesus. That's our biggest That's thing, That's and to it. give y'all hope and to break down these scriptures. So people who have been broken in churches, or they have a, a way about churches, or whatever the yeah, case may man. be, we are grateful that y'all listen to both C and myself. Yes. And um, yeah, just continue to pray for us so that we are um, in right standing with the Lord and hearing from it clearly, so that we could fellowship with you guys. Amen. Good well, job, we thank y'all. Yeah, appreciate it, brother. I thank y'all for watching. Uh, we will be back with another Bible study in a couple of weeks. And uh, hey, got to move yeah. on that as well. But uh, tomorrow night we'll be back with our uh, sports. Oh, whoa, whoa. Thank you. <laughs> tomorrow night be our sports show, and on Thursday be our music and faith show, man. We appreciate yeah. all of y'all watching and spending time with us with this here, man. And I pray and I expect some testimonies from this uh not because we so great because his word is so great yeah his word is great his word is Amen. so awesome in jesus name all right man we gonna uh we gonna try yeah, to get up out of here <laughs> the next bible study will be on january 17th we'll start mm -hmm. a new bible study we don't know what it's gonna be on not but we all. are believing that the lord gonna give us something great amen all right man i'm c micah i'm robert dean praise be the lord man we out